How many times have you guys been mistaken for someone else? People always seem to confuse me with Usher. And I get it. Chiseled face, body, all that. It kind of it matches. So I, I can I can get how people can get me confused. Uh, and I also sing too, so we also have that in common. But besides looking like Usher, it seems like there's another doppelganger going around, and that's Kevin Hart having Usain Bolt as his doppelganger, who recently got COVID-19, unfortunately. Hopefully he'll pull through. So in this episode of So About Yesterday, we will explore, is it normal to mistaken someone for another identity, or is it just being lazy and trying not to notice the differences in people's look and culture? Jesus, where, what has everyone been up to? Before we get started, if you don't know, and if you're just now joining this show, my name is Chance, this is Jonathan, this is Sarah, and if you don't know our names, they're actually in your screen, so if you can read, you can read our names, but uh, obviously, I'm just so blown away. It's been a while since I've seen you guys. Um, Sarah, ladies first, if you don't mind, tell us what have you been up to these past couple of like months because it feels like several months mm, um yeah i've been working um Good. i've been quarantining um so COVID, but the what you said you've been quarantining so does that mean have you did you get to covid did i didn't get, get the COVID? COVID. um okay. but in terms of like uh several months um you know at, at the, the very beginning especially like you know, when uh, we kind of like ended and then, you know, have had our little like in between, um, you know, I had, the, I was quarantined, uh, my job in Michigan in general um, had us like at home. Um, and then uh, after that, you know, we went back to being in store and like being at work. Um, so it's, it's, kind of been like a trial and error and like uh assimilating back to that um i also uh like many other people it seems like during uh these weird times i've uh, started a business um, we have our own business um i started a another business that's like different from the podcasting realm yeah what's that business all about do you sell drugs or do you like sell kidneys or what? What's what's the thing? What do? What's, I sell uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously everyone needs a new kidney after this freaking. It's called the Rare Estate Company, and I um, I sell uh, estate uh, findings. So like um, like cool stuff that I find at estate sales. Honestly, okay. like Michigan has like. A lot of old people, and a lot of those old people have really cool stuff uh, mm -hmm. in their houses. Um, so I'll go to these estate sales, um, especially like once uh, everything opened up after the quarantining, um, and I find a lot of cool things um, mm -hmm. that can be repurposed and like recycled. 
Um, so it's it's a lot of cool vintage stuff that I think people will really enjoy. So, do you have um, a website? Yeah. Up? Mm-hmm. Do you have like a website that our listeners could kind of visit? I'm working and- on it. I'm working on it. It's gonna be the uh, rarestatecompany.com, but uh, you know, if you go there, it's not gonna be you know set be- yet. Uh, I like I'm like an I'm I'm a very like analytical detailed person, even though it doesn't seem like meticulous. Yeah, I'm very meticulous. Socially, I like to go with the flow. Um, but as far as like art and like business goes, I'm very detailed. So mm. uh, I like having everything set out and ready before it happens. Uh, mm. And I'm also like a one man crew. Like at this point, this is me and my mm. dog. <laughs> so. No. Getting all of the inventory, then like taking photos of all the inventory, then describing all the inventory, pricing it, uh, putting it into a website, creating the website, um, and then going from there. So I'm getting to the point where like I'm taking photos and detailing all the inventory, um, mm. and then it's be up. So well, I'm almost there. That's dope because honestly, in our previous episode, maybe three episodes or four, maybe like almost a season ago when I got the COVID, I remember we had an episode talking about the hustle during the COVID. So for you to have your own business during these trying times, I applaud you. I commend you. I know that I'm excited. Jonathan's excited. We're all excited to like buy some stuff from your company. And by the way, when Sarah told me about this company, I thought she said real estate, not (laughs) So I thought she was selling houses and apartments and stuff. But then when she kind of indulged me and talked about the estate sale, I was like, oh, okay, you're not selling houses, you're selling items. So I was like, okay, cool. But anyway, uh, later on this season, we'll keep you updated on what Sarah is doing with the business so you guys can buy some really cool stuff from some dead people uh, sooner than later. I'll let you know. when everything is up and beautiful, please. Uh, good. yeah. Please, this is this is very exciting times for everyone. And speaking yeah. of exciting times, Jonathan, my friend, where <laughs> where in God's green earth have you been, bro? I've this been all over the place. Let's let's roll out this real quick. Lost a hundred pounds during this COVID. Still been go. working from home, so I'm not at a location. Yeah, hundred. A hundred pounds. Holy shit. Uh, I have to buy all new clothes. I already had to buy all new clothes. I went from a 30, 36 waist to 32, 36 oh to 32. That's crazy. Um, That's I've awesome. been like, I, I found my new love for biking. Like I spent a, a lot of money on a brand new bike, which yeah. I ride my bike and I do about maybe 15 to 25 miles a day, um, which I love to do. Um, I'm just living life as much as I can. Uh, Good. on top of that, trying to do this dating thing, I tried the dating thing online. Ooh, let's just say it's a little crazy out there. Yeah. Um, sure. yeah. oh, there's so many stories. We're gonna we're gonna save that for kink. We're gonna save that okay. for kink. Uh, a lot of crazies out there. Um, <laughs> but like honestly, I'm just trying to find that happiness. I'm trying to find hmm. happiness in me man like i i enjoy doing the things i'm doing i'm happy that we're back doing this yeah uh like at times i, I feel as though i lose i lose focus um I what's what's my hustle 
right now my hustle is just like grinding it out at work. I have a opportunity soon coming up and let's see, hopefully it goes very well. Absolutely. Um, I had had many other opportunities, but I have turned them down because you know what? Whatever is right for me is right for me. And when I feel good about it, then I know it's it's the Absolutely. right thing for me. But um, I, j- I just been like digging deep onto like helping out other people. Like I've been listening to other people's stories. I have a friend of mine who I, I worked with and you actually worked with Chance too. And it's an amazing story that he has. Like he dig deep into like, He's like, I'm going to focus on the job, the dream job I want Mm -hmm. and not bullshit on things that I don't want to do. Like everybody's like, oh, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. No, man, he's he grinded it out and he hit me up. I I don't know if you guys saw on Instagram, but he got the position that he dreamed about having. He wanted to work for BMW. That's awesome. And he's going to be moving out to, I think, uh, Michigan. That's what's Um, up. Be moving out to Michigan to uh, work for BMW and stuff like that. So he's, awesome. he found his dream job no matter what anybody told him. Huh? No, Chance. Chance worked with him. Um, but, like, that's a, to, that's a newfound friendship that I have with somebody who I probably just from a few conversations, he felt as though, like, he really connected with me. And every time he has, like, an issue or feels like he wants to let some stuff out, he hits me up, man. And I, I feel good because those yeah. at those same times, I'm feeling like I'm not doing as much as I should be doing mm-hmm. or I'm not moving at the pace I want to. And then he tells me these things and I'm like, I'm there too, man. He's like, no, man, you really helped me out. And that okay. I think awesome. that helps me tremendously to get out of the rut that I know many of us is in staying in quarantine Staying, mm. maybe losing jobs, maybe trying to go into a new job, or whatever it is that's going on. Like, it feels amazing that you can have a friend that you can reach out to and connect with. Right. And it, it just all it takes is just a few conversations. And, that's and all you have to say is say thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's awesome that you're able to enrich somebody's you life. Close, man. Look at this. This shirt oh. used to be fucking tight as shit on me, bro. This shit is oh, loose. Wow. Well, I'm so glad you're just no man losing all that weight, losing that bad energy, just kind of. So I'm right behind you in the in the weight loss. Uh, I like the new beard, the new look for you. Yeah. Like the, it's the evil. It's the evil uh, chance. Dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, evil chance right now. Yeah, that's 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 AKA no chance at all. Exactly. <laughs> no, crazy. No. Yeah, yeah. that's uh very, like, you look like Chance's evil brother right now. Oh yes. Well actually Chance's evil bro- brother is probably a cooler version of like the non-evil chance. So that's actually good. Matter matter of fact, I just cut my hair like ten minutes ago. So I'm surprised that you guys even like this. I like it. Yeah, I just feel like last minute I need to cut my hair before the podcast. Okay. Just Yeah, I love it. Thank you. I appreciate it. And like, oh, I just got home 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah, just not to flex or anything. What's new with you, my guy? You back at work? So um, I'm COVID free still. I'm back at work. I have a new business as well, uh, which is called. Uh, artful submissions and essentially this business well i won't divulge all of it but i'll yeah but i'll uh, 
talk about it later. But on all, I'm on my business tip with Sarah. And in addition to that, uh, I'm actually just focusing on this podcast so we can make the best content for you guys. And actually, speaking of content, we actually have a user that submitted a question to us. And uh, it's pretty pretty, uh, pretty spicy of a question. They wanted to know. Uh, but we'll go ahead and answer that question later on in the show. Uh, but since we kind of got to do the little icebreaker, I just wanted to hop into our first story or our main story. Yeah. NBC rips <laughs> ripped over tweet mistaking Kevin Hart for Usain Bolt. Or Usain, yeah. like, Usain this Bolt. is ridiculous. This is like this is an ongoing thing with the world, bro. And this this really bothers me. The level of stupidity that is. That's not only like how many levels of people this has to go through before they, they post this. You get what I'm saying? Are you fucking kidding me with this bullshit? Like people should know the difference before they post something. Or is it like, does it go through multiple levels though? Or is it like one guy that does the tweeting? Because it's a tweet. They didn't like post oh, he's it. Fucking fired. It didn't go through like five levels of like social media. It was like the guy that does the tweets. You know what I mean? Like it was just a one person scenario. And clearly that person got fired, I'm assuming. Uh, I'm so glad you said that because after doing some further research, um, it seems that the algorithm that Facebook has, uh, what's kind of set the facts? Uh, Kevin Hart is a well-known comedian around the world, world world-renowned comedian. Usain Bolt is a world renowned, well, well, world, world renowned track star. Uh, actually, believe it or not, Kevin Hart res- uh, got COVID as well. And what happened is apparently Facebook has an algorithm that searches for top stories and then it automatically puts the pictures of people in the algorithm. So the algorithm. The algorithm? Yes. What'd you say? You think it was Facebook that did like the mix up? That's what Facebook said. Facebook said that their algorithm somehow, because black superstar got COVID, then the only other black superstar that got COVID other than, uh, because you also have the guy who's going to be in the new uh, James Bond movie, uh, uh, Suicide Squad, and he's British and he's black. Oh yeah, you're talking about. I talk like, and he's a rapper too. They want to uh, make uh, the next. Idris Elba. Fine. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. So if it wasn't Usain Bolt, it would have been Idris Elba. Next game, uh-huh. by the way. Yeah. yeah, well, I hope so too. But essentially, that's that was this that was a hangup. So do yeah. you think that honestly that it was a computer that messed up the algorithm, or do you think it's another scenario where someone mistakenly threw in a photo? Uh, and uh, Miss- didn't think to ask their black coworker, "Is this?" Who I, you I think I think it's just people not really looking into the jobs that they're supposed to be fucking doing. Like, don't blame it on no fucking algorithm because you look it over. You don't just say, "Hey, just do this," and it posts up. Like when we post something, we look at it before we we post it. You understand what I'm saying? We don't just post shit randomly. And if I do. I'm like, oh shit, that has no sound. So I listen to it a few times before it can anybody sees anything. You feel me? Like, oh shit, this is this or that. 
I don't give a fuck what algorithm is out there. It's just people who are fucking always not, they go, oh, he's black, he's Hispanic, this, this and that. Like, I, I'm gonna bring up a, a thing for me. Like, uh, Jay Farrow was uh, mistakenly identifies as some uh, African American individual wearing, I guess, gray sweats, gray, gray hoodie. They put their knee on his back and everything, and he explained to them, like, bro, you got the wrong person. But, like, that's that's all it takes? Like, for you to see somebody and be like, hey, same hoodie, same sweatsuits, he's black. Gotta get him. Like, that shit kind of bothers me. He had the knee on his back. He he went through the whole whole thing being almost being arrested until they was he was like, yo, look at my Instagram and you can see who the fuck I am. You get what I'm saying? Like for him, that's just a one occurrence. And that's a that's a star. How many other fucking people that this happens to on an everyday fucking basis that they mistakenly identify? Like I I was I was looked at one time in the neighborhood I was I was living at one uh not too long ago when I lived in Summit, New Jersey. And they were right. like, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, "I live here." They was like, "You live here?" I was like, "Yes, I live here." They was like, "Do you have your ID?" I was like, "I'm walking my dog. Why would I need my ID if I'm walking my dog outside?" I was like, "You want to walk with me up to my my complex right now?" As I left my door unlocked and I just open it. All right. You but should. honestly, Sarah, what were you going to say? Well, um, I was going to say, like, I agree with that. I, I agree that, like, mistaken identity or the fact that, like, people don't believe that you're supposed to be, be where you are is bullshit. And that it's uh, it's it's not okay and it absolutely happens. And it's it's not all right. But... As far as celebrities go, and I'm just tr- I'm trying to like separate mistaken identity in terms of celebrities and mistaken identity in terms of I I don't know how to exp- like uh, just normal shows like yeah. I I think there is a huge difference like I feel like celebrities at the very least like it's not just Usain Bolt and Kevin Hart. Like some people don't know the difference between Julia Roberts and Sandra Bullock. Like there's lots of celebrities, be them black or white, that people have no idea in general. And and like, because they look similar. And I don't, I don't think that has anything to do. Like, and I mean, most of us have like had it happen to us where you're like, Oh, I think that's this person. I've even, one bets where someone was like, Oh, I bet you this person was in Lame Is. And I'm like, Uh, you're not correct. And I know you're not. I'll bet you $20. And so, like, there are people that, like, will, you know, believe that one person is another. But I think it really it becomes important. Like you were saying, it becomes important when someone is questioning where you should be. And it becomes important. When someone is questioning whether or not you committed a crime, someone is exactly Sandra Bullock and Julie Roberts. They both have brown hair. They both have, you know, very pretty teeth. Um, She's got a little lipstick on her teeth. I know the difference. But some people don't. Yeah. Some people don't know. And then you throw Anne Hathaway into that mix and like people like, I don't know who the fuck anyone is. So what I'm trying to say is like, 
when it comes to celebrities, people don't necessarily know all the differences because there are a lot of celebrities that look very similar. Like there's like Chris Hemsworth and like 30 different Chris's that are actors that all look the same. But I'm, but I think it really is important when it comes down to regular Joes that are getting told that they can't be somewhere and they need their ID to walk their dog when uh, they're uh, mistaken for a crime. And it, it absolutely wasn't them, but they're wearing a black hoodie. So it's potentially, or they're getting shot because they looked like the person, but they aren't. So there, like, there's a huge jump between that. And I think it's like very important when it comes down to like a social realm, but it's, uh, I, I think it's, I don't think it's particularly um, specific to race when it comes to a celebrity. Uh, like when yeah. they post up something like that, like right. I, I don't think they right. just maybe maybe it was algorithm. Maybe they they socially yeah. don't know who it was. But and then at the same time, you're posting it up on yeah. the internet and you have the internet in your hands. You get what I'm saying? So that means you can look it up yourself at well, any moment. Did you see anything that like showed that? Um, and I'm just gonna keep going. It was, did you see anything that like showed um, that? I've seen a lot of like documentaries, and I don't have like an exact place um, to pull from um, as far as like research goes. But I have seen where uh, face ID, uh, a lot of things like either for face identification um, or like CCTV. Like a lot of those things don't recognize black people as much as they recognize white people or just even like white people and minorities, if you will. So like I, uh, with like CCTV and, um, just regular like recording, like I've, I've noticed or I've seen like TV shows show the fact that like it, they, they aren't as specific with minorities. And I like I I would think that that's true because even like the human eye as well as the computer has difficulty like telling the difference. Which I don't know if that comes from like an inherent um, like notice or if it's something that is learned. I'm so glad that you said that because I believe uh, not to cut you off, but no, a, per a person that I worked with. Um, we had the same position and a disgruntled customer came in and they were yelling at this individual who quote unquote looked like me and they swore up and down. This is the man that went ahead and messed up my phone. This man did this, this man did that. When actuality, they were talking about me. Now this person is standing, you know, minding his business, doing God, you know, just being professional that he is but yet he's taking one for the team on my behalf because this customer believes and swears up and down that I'm the individual that she uh, spoke with and, and worked with. And may I mind you, I was with this customer for probably maybe 30 minutes. So it wasn't like a two second or five minute interaction. I actually had a conversation with this individual, built a rapport with the individual, but unfortunately, you know, this person was kind of, stuck in their ways of how they kind of, how, how, how they identified a person. So I just want to let people know that there's a word called confabulation. If 
and confabulation is another form of the Mandela effect. And if you don't know, if you do not know what the Mandela effect is, hello, it's all about um, remembering something, swearing up and down that you remember something, when in actuality, that's not what you remembered. Uh, and there's many examples, and I'll share a link in the description below. Uh, when it comes to confabulation, it's the idea of just creating a false memory that didn't happen, but it kind of did happen. So it's kind of take it as if victims of a crime, that a victim of a crime, for example, could explain what they felt and what happened. But when it comes to identifying the perpetrator, many times or 99% of the time or 80% of the time, uh, they just don't have a clue of who perpetrated and created that crime. A perfect example of this is the um, uh, the, the 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 free five, the the five guys, the Ava DuVernay movie. Um, now they see us movie. That whole movie was based off of a confabulation. So you're yep. talking about something that put yeah. innocent man in jail because so years. yeah, yeah. So that kind of goes to the point of. Yes, you might have a superstar, but that proves the point that even a superstar himself or herself can be yeah. misidentified as and somebody it, else. Thank God for DNA, too, because there right. are, uh, especially there was a lot of, um, you know, issues in the past where uh, people were mis, um, misidentified, and then you... You have no idea if they were there or not until you actually can run DNA on them. Um, and then further down the line, you realize that they're not guilty because the DNA doesn't match up. Right. Even though lots of things match up to the actual uh, crime, but, you know. Yeah. Some things can always look good, be it on paper or in real life, but it actually didn't happen the way that we think it did. And why do you think that is? Do you think it's just um, bigotry? It's associative heuristics, associative heuristics. For yeah. those of you who don't know what who associative heuristics are, it's basically stereotyping someone. It's basically solving a very complicated problem with a simple solution, and so forth. So that's that's what. If, I, well, yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily heuristics where. I, I would say it's heuristics because we want it to be simple and easy and we want to close the case and we want to believe that we did well and we um, cleared it out. And I don't necessarily know if we're doing it because someone – now, I, I will agree that there are like – there absolutely has been very many cases where people just did it because you can make a black man, an Hispanic man, an Asian man the scapegoat of something – and sweet, they did it. We're good, and we're done, and that's it. And I like, and I, I will say, like, that's definitely a privilege of white people that there is a lot of the times where the minorities are going to be a scapegoat, and that's not okay. Um, but sometimes I think that even if it's not because of the race, but because the crime fits into a nice package whether it be anyone that is like looks like they're the 
the killer or the perpetrator of the crime that a, um, a cop or an investigator is going to say, yes, they're the person, let's get it. Because they, they do want to compartmentalize everything into that's the person and I want to finish this job. And I think they did it because I'm seeing seven out of 10 things, but they didn't see all 10 things. So they're only seeing a portion of the crime and not the whole, the whole scenario. So I, I do think like a, a large percentage of those issues are uh, systemic racism and it is leaning towards the fact that people are racist. But I do think some of them are actually the fact that it, even if it didn't stem from racism, it is uh, someone's job to say this happened and they do want to package it to finish it. Absolutely. All right. And I just want to go ahead and actually show you guys yes. uh, not a quote, but an excerpt from the Washington Post. Mm -hmm. And they said, um, this is also something black men are familiar with. A new report on exonerations concluded that African-Americans were wrong, wrongfully convicted at an alarming rate. Uh, the National Registry of Exonerations, a joint project, among, a joint project amongst the University of California at Irvine, blah, 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 said that 47% of people who were exonerated were black. Remember, just 14% of the population is black. So an alarming rate of, you know, minorities are so really indeed. Really, there's not a lot to worry about if you're a young man accused of rape. The numbers are <laughs> super. Right. Oh. But, it, but it just kind of comes to show you that it's, uh, it's I, a I, very sick thing. for everyone. Yeah. For me, like, I feel mm -hmm. as though at the end of the day, for me, I do your fucking job. Take the time out to look at what you're doing before you do it. Don't make assumptions. Like Sarah just said it. She was like, yo, um, some people are just looking at it and wants to package it in a deal. Yeah. He's, he's black. He's Hispanic. He's in this area. Uh, somebody was robbed. Has to be them. He's well known. that This area is well known for stuff like that. And he mm. kind of looks like that type of person. Or look at Chance. Chance coming down the block, he's a big African American man. What would you, you know, if something was to happen and he's wearing a hoodie or he's wearing a shirt and it's a black shirt, a white shirt, and they, they say, This is blah, blah, blah. They're like, They'll package that and be like, He is the guy. The shitty part about it is like nobody's taking the time out to do their fucking job. Yeah. Nobody's looking into these things and saying, Let me really get the facts straight. Let me not just go with gut instinct. I want to fucking really know if this is a man. Hey, can I ask you a few questions? Only reason why is because you fit some some parts of the description. That's it. Don't have to have a, a gun drawn or anything like that. And it doesn't even have to be the police. Before I fucking put anything out online or anything like that, I don't give a fuck about what, what a, a, a algorithm is out there. I'm going to look because this is my job on the fucking line. This is my company. You're telling me you don't have somebody there to at the button saying, let's just uh, fact check this real quick. No. So, like socially, someone's not going to put me on the ground and choke me out as a white blonde woman. Like that's not going to be good PR for them. Like just in general, like someone is going to notice like, what the 
like why is that woman being shoved to the ground now we're all curious now, now they're curious why? like what did she do yeah. who right. is she why did you feel as though but if it was a hispanic or a black man yeah. or anything like that then it's well, it's like mm -hmm. okay. but and, why and, are people concerned about my life and not yours like that's that's the problem why are people it's, like, it's, not, the concern, it's, it, it's not only the concern of the, the individuals around it. It's the person yeah. who's fucking doing it because the person who's posting these things or the person who's fucking doing the, who's out there saying, Hey, this is the person or whatever. They're not doing the fucking job, right? You're hiring people who are inadequate to handle the fucking job that is at hand for them. If I'm sitting at a computer and that's my job to watch what the fuck is being posted, Wait, wait, I don't give a fuck what school you went to, how many prestigious do you have fucking experience in this shit? Have you done this shit before? When you deal with cops out there, like I understand. Like I have family members in the police and like and 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 I understand where they're coming from. But then again, like if I was in that position, I don't give a fuck how much training. I want to make sure, even with the what's going on in the world, I want to make sure this is the right person. Hey, I know I like I have gear on, I have all this stuff on. And I have other people around me so to make sure that I'm safe. But let me make sure you are the right person before I put myself in a situation. Situational awareness. Is that not something that they fucking teach you in these, these fucking jobs? Like, you, you're, you're being taken care of pretty fucking well. And I understand it's a, it's a stressful job or it's a stressful time. But you want it done or you want it done right? So take your fucking time in the job that you're doing or whatever you're doing. Don't assume, because guess what? When you assume, make an ass out of you and me. So guess what? You just need to make sure. Slow it down, man. Yeah, sometimes it, it, make, it may make a difference in that moment, but it makes a bigger difference if you got the wrong fucking person or you post up the wrong fucking thing. Because look, yeah. I, I post if it's something was posted up on Yahoo and and they posted up the wrong, they're gonna fucking rain down on your ass if you got the wrong person. You get what I'm saying? So do your fucking job, bro. Yeah, people so hire people who know how to fucking do it and have experience. I don't give a fuck what college you went to. Fuck well, out of here. Have I, you done this before? We're gonna be upset at the fact that like uh Kevin Hart was mistaken for Usain Bolt, but we're not going to get upset at the fact that, like, someone went to jail and was mistakenly confused. And that's, like, that is 10 years of their life that they can't get back. And that is, like, beating up and rapes and things that they, like, they can't undo. But we're going to be upset that, like, Kevin Hart was accidentally mistaken for Usain Bolt. Like, yes, it is a... A bad thing that we're like mistaking people for other people, but like, uh, like we shouldn't be so concerned about celebrities accidentally being tweeted about. Where we should be concerned is the fact that people uh, are having these things happen to them on everyday like life, and it like it's not okay that it's happening at a, uh, at an I guess whenever like someone's being arrested it's like that's not okay because you can't you can't undo that you it's it's a, a very layered um portion of society where we would have to go through law and order to undo what someone has done because we mistaken one person for another mm. and it's well, it's it's a scary time that we live in for people to be worried about 
like yeah what's going to be posted am i going to be posted or, or put, portrayed in the right light or like i saw i saw a video of a, a child playing basketball in front of his own fucking house and he saw a cop car come he scurried around the car his own in front of his house because he was scared about what if they saw me and they thought i was somebody else you get what i'm saying these yeah. are the things that that's concerning to me because the people who are out here not all cops are bad not all these right. people are bad yeah. i understand that right. it's just right. people are making stupid fucking mistakes or they're not getting trained the right way right so like i said at the end of the day do your fucking job situational awareness in every fucking job it should be it's common fucking sense man common mm -hmm. fucking sense with, with most of the shit chance go ahead wrap it up because this shit kind of gets me pissed off when when i start going uh, no, no I, I think that this is a conversation that should be had off camera and it should continue uh but all in all i mean in the social justice system that's so so unfair someone said eric Erickson said himself, in the social jungle, in the social, I can't talk today, in the social jungle of human existence, there is no feeling of being alive without a sense of identity. And that is something that should, you know, just be in mind, just keep in mind, just, I, I just, that just kind of took, that quote took the words out of my mouth, because there's nothing else that I can really say or really articulate, except, you know, people. People are who they are, but they can change. Yeah. We can grow. We can do better. And that's what we need to do is just do better. Don't what, – what did uh, Yoda say? Just don't try, just do. And that's what we're here to do is to – you didn't hear that? I saw your eyes. Yeah, Yoda said don't try, just do. I was thinking, I was thinking Nike, just do it. Well, actually, that's something you guys can look up. Uh, but anyway <laughs> – I told you guys that we had a user uh, submitted question. Uh, so before we kind of go, I just want to answer that. And the question comes from Jill from New Jersey, and she wanted to know when are we going to start doing our live shows again? Uh, so do you guys have any idea? Well, Jill, the reason why we haven't done any live shows, we want to make sure that quarantine has finished up and that we can actually go outside and enjoy ourselves because I can't, I can't really give you my all and do what I normally do or be the person I want to be if I've been locked up in this fucking house all day or all the fucking time for the last couple of months. So sometimes we, we mess up, we have to reset and stuff like that. And that's why we haven't been able to do the live shows. And, and like, I love that you're, you're, you want to see that and I can't wait to give that to you, but I want to make sure it's right. I don't want to just give you some bullshit. And like we keep on messing up. I want to make sure like when I put something out, it's good. Well, it's also the fact that like I can't be there at the moment. Yeah. As far as live goes. Um, yeah. if we're talking like all of us being in the same room, um, I would love to be uh in New Jersey, but it makes it really difficult that I can't fly. Um, it's about a ten hour drive, which I could definitely do. Um, but it's a, a little bit of a doozy. Um, so hopefully once quarantine and COVID and all these goodies are um, squashed out, uh, we yeah. can hopefully get back into that. Um, yeah. And hopefully with Patreon as well as, you know, 
uh, one of the, like our extra side hustles. Like we yes. can get the funds in order for me to get my butt out to New Jersey. So. Exactly. And I'm married, so I have to ask my wife for permission if I can do a live show. Um, but other than that, uh, that's pretty much it. So if you guys have any user-submitted questions uh, that you want us to kind of talk about on the show, please submit them. So thank you once again. My name is Chance. I'm Sarah. Jonathan. And this has been So About Yesterday. We'll see you guys next week. Hey, everyone. If you want to know why Chance is always in the doghouse, please subscribe to my favorite podcast every Thursday. Hey, Sarah. Love you, girl. Jonathan, I'm watching you.